It's Tuesday, September 29, 2015. Today I want to commend China for announcing that it will begin a national market-based cap-and-trade system. China gets serious about the environment. Any harm done to the environment is harm to humanity. Pope Francis calls for a comprehensive UN climate treaty. New report finds the world can move to 100% renewable energy in just 35 years. Plus, Shell pulls the plug on its Arctic drilling adventure. All of that good news and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Pope, 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 Pope. People lining the route of the motorcade were passing out. And that was just from the fumes from the Volkswagens. <laughs> Bless you, Bill Maher. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, have you recovered from the Pope's visit to the U.S.? I know that was a big, big, uh, big week for you last week. Yeah, it was a big deal, but we will get to that next. But first, Shell is giving up its Arctic adventure for now. After sinking seven years and $7 billion into its Arctic offshore drilling project, Royal Dutch Shell announced on Monday that it will cease further exploration off the shores of Alaska for the, quote, foreseeable future. Shell said that an exploratory well found insufficient quantities of oil and gas to justify the expense of further development. Shell also cited challenging federal regulations as a reason for leaving the Arctic. Well, was it the federal regulations or was it the fact that oil prices have plummeted and they just can't find enough oil up there to justify the expense? In any event, glad it's over for now. The pristine Arctic is saved for now. We'll see what next season brings. Pope Francis, in his speech to the United Nations General Assembly on Friday, declared that the environment itself has rights and stating that mankind has no authority to abuse or destroy it. First, it must be stated that a true right of the environment does exist since the environment itself entails ethical limits which human activity must acknowledge and respect. Any harm done to the environment is harm to humanity. Francis also forcefully called on all governments of the United Nations to agree to an ambitious global climate treaty at the final negotiations in Paris in December. And on the same day as the Pope's address, President Obama and Chinese President Xi Jinping announced a new joint vision for that global climate agreement. China will launch a nationwide cap-and-trade program to cut its carbon emissions starting in 2017. Although cap-and-trade mechanisms have succeeded in stopping acid rain and repairing the ozone layer, congressional Republicans rejected similar cap-and-trade legislation in the U.S. back in 2010. At a joint press conference, President Obama said the agreement should be a signal for the rest of the world. When the world's two largest economies, energy consumers and carbon emitters, come together like this, then there's no reason for other countries, whether developed or developing, to not do so as well. And so this is another major step towards the global agreement the world needs to reach in two months' time. And yet the Republicans in Congress have been for years telling us that China would never do what China 
has now done. China, India, all these countries that are still growing, and they're not going to stop doing what they're doing. The experts agree that a climate policy that does not include massive energy consumers like China and India is essentially meaningless. We can't do it alone as one nation. The, the benefit, I think, is difficult to justify when you realize that it's, it's only us doing it. Nobody else is doing this. I don't think we can control the emissions from China and India, nor do they have any desire to control it. The United States is a country. It's not a planet. If we have statements such as we do have from the leaders in China, in India, in other countries saying under no circumstances are they going to accept any kind of mandatory reduction. What are we doing here? Don't those Republicans ever get tired of being wrong? And major progress has now been made toward those U.N. climate treaty negotiations. More countries over the weekend presented their specific commitments to cut emissions tailored to each country's circumstances now accounts for two-thirds of global emissions. But experts say it is still not enough and further reductions will be necessary. Finally, Greenpeace has released an analysis showing that the world can achieve 100% renewable energy by 2050 and create 20 million jobs. It's based on current rates of growth in renewable energy. 35 years to 100% renewable energy may sound unrealistic, but it turns out that of all of the organizations projecting global energy growth, Greenpeace has by far been the most accurate. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. You're bloody well right You got a bloody right to say Right You're bloody well right You know you got a right to say